When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Red Rooster, new spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling. The powerful 3-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to play. It's Saturday lunchtime. Which means it's crunch time on SEN. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. It is crunch time thanks to you, beauty. Red Rooster, new spicy wings. A peppery tingle. You can feel it. Limited time, so get in fast. The Roos is calling. And Isuzu, the powerful three-litre turbo diesel, Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to play. And you can hear the tone, that song in the background. And our guest today, who's chimed into the back line, I just felt his hairs go up because I think about him at semi-finals and origins and big games, etc. Eric Groth Jr., this song I can see on the field, mate. Yes, mate. I, uh, it's good to be, guys. I um I remember hearing that song as we were, yeah waiting for kick off, and you just hear it. I think Puff Daddy did a version. Yeah, of it. yeah, and just that that Cashmere Led Zeppelin riff playing over with that big fat John Bonham beat over the top. Absolutely, like you said, hairs standing up on the back of your. Uh, uh, what, neck, <laughs> shoulders, shoulders. You it's, like. it's growing everywhere these days. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you like. Uh, uh, how are you, Finchman? I'm better after hearing that uh, little analogy from the guru. <laughs> I'm um, good, mate. Yeah, I watched the Panthers last night. Good win from the Sharks. Uh, and one thing for Panthers, obviously, that's you know they've obviously had a bit of a hiccup, but just like a lot of teams, you take a few of their best players out, and um, you know they've you know hit a little hurdle. So uh, at that time of year, with Origins injuries, a few suspensions affecting a few teams, but uh, good work from the Sharks last night to beat us the beat the Panthers. Did you catch the Seagulls' big win, Guru? I caught the back end of that. Yeah. Um, before watching this uh, game here, the Sharkies and the Panthers. But, um, yeah, mate, that's – yeah, Tommy Turbo, man. He's oh, – he didn't play, but just what, – what about the difference from when he wasn't playing to when he came back and yeah. the the presence that he has? I was saying to Finchie out there before, he's just uh, – he's just got – he's one of them players that when he's in the team, everyone else lifts a little bit. Oh, and yeah. It's just a confidence thing across the board, mate. He's just like a big – he reminds me of a big – I went to Thailand to this dodgy zoo, right? <laughs> this dodgy zoo in Thailand. Yeah. Um, and they, they had these – out the back, they had these – it was all tigers and stuff. They're all yeah. sedated. It was really sad, actually. Yeah. Went out the back and there was this big field and there was a, these ostriches. Yeah. And it just remi- – he reminds me of these ostriches. He's big – he had these big – he's got these big bum and powerful legs and – Quite tall. I don't know. I've never stood next to him, but I'm, I'm oh, like 6'4 yeah. or whatever. He'd be, He'd be tearing six over me, four. yeah. And um, I, I just absolutely in awe of him. The other night watching him play um, Origin, it was like watching, at times, you know, yeah. a, a teenager playing yeah. against toddlers. And yep. the best thing is, he, mate, the amount of work he does out of there. And he took two carries the first set. Yeah. So he does all the hard stuff as well. But talking about Thailand, Guru mentioned that. Me and Guru went on a lot of trips together <laughs> and had a lot of good times on the drink yeah. back in our uh, – Beer drinking days. Uh, and I was just one of them driving out here. We are talking about it. We had the fundraiser at Parramatta when we were at the Eels. <laughs> and I was still living in um, these suburbs. And me and Guru out there said, come on, Guru, we'll, 
we'll go back into the uh, down the Golden Sheaf for yeah. a beer after we had our bit of a fundraiser. And How good was the Sheaf? We'd been drinking, and Goo goes, oh, I've got my car here. We're going to have to leave it. What am I going to do with my car? And there was this old country jockey, I won't say his name, he was yeah. out drinking with us. He used to come and have a beer with yeah. us. He was, he was a bit of a laugh. I don't know so much if we were laughing at him or with him, but yeah. one of the two was quite funny. He goes, boys, don't worry. I'll drive his back in the city. He was, he was, he was drunk himself. He, yeah. so he, he said, tra- I've only had two. Yeah, I reckon only, he had 22. He goes, I've only had two. He goes, get in. And he starts driving. He keeps looking at us. And we're going, mate, it's like he's obviously a little jockey. His feet could hardly touch the pedals. He keeps turning around talking to us. We're going, mate, face, face the front. He goes, don't worry, boys. I drive better after a few beers. And that, as he does that, he goes, bang, bang. straight up the arts or something. <laughs> Which is a good reminder, Finchie. It is double demerits exactly right now. Right. Double demerits. And that's so why keep... you brought that up too. Exactly yeah. right. Thanks. Drive responsibly. Have Thanks you noticed much. all the phone, oh, they're everywhere. phone things? I hadn't noticed them. Yeah. And when you do notice them, you see them bloody everywhere. Oh, 100%. I got done by one. It was like five points or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the little yellow kind of mechanism on yeah. the side of the road and it hangs up and over. Yeah. It's like big brother's everywhere now, isn't he? Yeah. You can't get away from it. So I guess it's a safe... It's I used to drive thing. in no pants on. I can't do that anymore. No, you, well, you can. I don't think there's a fine for that yet. <laughs> I, I got done with the same thing. and, and my Pants fat, off? My, <laughs> my, my fat little guts are sitting there and I'm thinking, I couldn't refute that. I couldn't refute that. That's me. Uh, no further questions, Your Honour. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You can text us 0457 736 736. It was the opening of Four Pines Park yesterday. It was great little scenes out there. And uh, not only that, it was the tribute night to the late, great Bobby Fulton. And we, we just felt during the call, Guru, that there was that flag at the southern end at the Fulton Menzies stand, half-mast, and we just felt it, didn't we, Fincher? We thought, Bozo's going to drag him to 50. He's going to drag him to 50, and sure enough. But what about, it was 12 points to nil after 10 minutes, and at that time, me and Finchie going, Toddy, he was next door to us. And by the way, I've never seen a coach and an assistant coach look so similar being Dino and uh, Toddy Payton. Um, so we're getting our faces up and I'm saying, good on you, Toddy, blah, 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 blah. And then after that, we've got our heads back. <laughs> yes. It went pear-shaped. But what was it, Finchie? It was 35 minutes had gone. It was 12.10. And they had the they stood and applauded for Bozo because he was the 175th manly player. That was yeah. his number. Yeah. So after 175 seconds, I think. Yeah, two minutes 55 it was. Yeah, right. And, and at that time, Cowboys had scored. So Cowboys uh, had scored. Did you see that, Guru? Then, then everyone no, stood in the caught, no. So everyone stood in the portal. So it looked like everyone was clapping the Cowboys try. Oh, it was right the right. weirdest thing you've yeah, ever seen. Cowboys yeah. have scored, and the whole manly crowd's up clapping, and they're going. And then they get beat by. They get beat don't by. They f- say depending on what's going on on the field. Yeah, yeah. They, they, but then they, they get beat time. by fifty. So out of the whole game, they've they've dominated except that one hundred when Cowboys scored. That's when they clapped out of the whole time. So. Um, but it was a great way to pay tribute to Bozo, obviously, not only from playing but yeah. coaching a yeah, manling legend. Yeah, uh, what an impact he's he yeah. had on the on the game of rugby league yeah. and just just the people involved in it. And I haven't heard a bad word said about him. No one, everyone. Just, I've heard plenty. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, he had some run in these days. Off too. air, off air, but yeah. um, yeah, you know, everyone respects him to the utmost. And yeah, big loss for the the game of rugby league, gentlemen. Uh, you blokes have uh, played in the big games. T- tell me what you think is required in a team to make a grand final or to win a grand final. What do you think are some of the ingredients you need? I can tell you about making one, not yeah. quite about winning <laughs> yeah. one. Um, making one, I think everyone has to be on board, obviously. Um, Hayden Knowles was really good, and he's doing it now with the the Panthers. You can see it. It just looks like a Hayden Knowles-trained team. Yeah. You know, he's he, he gets everyone so pumped to be there. The sessions are short and sharp. You're all buying into it. You're all high-fiving each other. There's just an energy happening, and it's hard to not be in it. If yeah. you're not in it, you know, you're, you're not in it. And, yeah. and for me, I can see that across the board. 
um, in the in the Panthers squad. They're all playing for each other. They all believe in it. And they're all bought into it. So I think, yeah, if you get a couple of bad eggs in there, and I've been a bad egg yeah. in my time, I can say. But if you get a couple of bad eggs in that mix, it's really poisonous, and that can spread like wildfire too. So I think when everyone's on board and everyone's buying into to the motive and where you're going with it, then it's very hard to stop. It is. What do you think, Finchman? Yeah, very similar to what. To what it's a loaded sim- question. There's yeah, a reason I'm asking you this. It's, it's a, I think it's a mentality that that you've got to have. You know, a selfless mentality to to work ethic, to accountability, to honesty where you're at with your game. And, yep. You know, it's hard to just narrow it down with one one sort of phrase, but. Um, you know, what, what did you I, notice, Frenchy? Then, when you went to Melbourne, say from the previous clubs, yeah. and you don't have to name any other previous clubs, but I mean, what was the difference? Just there? about all of them we played for. Yeah, I, I remember it was two two thousand nine. I went down there, so Melbourne had already made they'd won a comp and made three yeah. grand finals in a row. And I did some media after one of the, the sessions, and I remember I was out there for about half hour, forty minutes after doing media. I looked out, and Slater and Smith were still doing extras on the field. And at that time, that was after night. the game. No, after a training session. After, after a session, I'm thinking after all these bikes achieved, yeah. they're still the last bikes out there. They went to play for another ten years and still do that. So, uh, mate, the, 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 the how hard they train. Slater was a like a big competitor at any like he was shocking around training just because he had to win everything. Yeah, you know, right, like, really. Like yeah. it was quite funny looking at it, but he was playing table tennis and he'd be arguing over mate. This someone got in the way. Well, no, I made it. It's two one in ten tables. Who you know, but just had to win everything. So. He was my favourite player uh, while whilst playing. My favourite player was Billy Slater, just because of it, like you said, and that's how he was on the field for the, from the time that the kickoff went to the time that it was over. The siren sounded. He was just all over every single yeah. contest. Oh yeah, and his face and his just. He was just that desperate to win every single little battle, and I was just, just being in awe of it. I, I used to get told, mate, smash him, take his head off, do yeah. whatever you can. And I was just like in awe of him. I, I absolutely love playing against him. So, boys, for me to win a comp, my observations, and I've never went close, but it is to have these things. Su- the superstar, it's to have great finishes, it's to have an uncompromising pack with a good dummy half, experienced halves, and it's to have that X-factor player, which no one was speaking about at the start of the season. Now, last night... Uh, Hamoli, uh, Olakawatu, he, he just showed that X factor. And you know what? I left there last night and I thought, actually, I've actually backed him at 17 bucks yeah. to win the comp. Reason being is that they've got a very soft draw coming home. I think they can run top four. I think they'll be in a prelim final. And if you're on a $17 pop with two games to play and maybe the best player in the world at that time maybe is now Tommy Turbo, Lachlan Croker the service he was giving from dummy half, he was sending the ball 20 metres, cutting heads out. They weren't doing that at the start of the year. You've got Paseca, these young forwards, and Marty Tepeo, and uh, this, as I said, Ola Kawatu. So I'm going down the stairs last night when we left, and I'm going down alongside Desi Hasler. And I said, Des, the last time you guys beat the Cowboys here at Brookvale was 2011. You won the comp. I said, I reckon you can win the comp, you know. And he just gave me this cheeky look with a wink. And that was enough for me. Oh, wow. they, they are, they are. let me tell you, they're in the mix. The biggest Smokies of all time. 100%. Brooksy just called that out there too. Yeah, yeah. he's saying they're, they're his big Smokies. Yeah, well, Des has got him exactly where he wants him, under the radar. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. one's 100%. talking about him. No 100%. one's talking about him. Mate, we put right. marquees up at the Academy of Sport where they train, and we're driving in and go to put the marquees up, and we're driving past them training, mate, and it, they are training full on. Like, it was on a, it was on a Monday we went to pick it up, so they obviously – 
it was their big session for the week, their big con session, and mate, the stuff they were doing it was horrible. Did you miss those contact sessions? Absolutely not. <laughs> I missed. I actually literally <laughs> missed them. Yeah. I, I've, never, I've never been so popular in them. You know, when they go pick a partner, Guru couldn't get his arms around me. Quick enough. <laughs> oh yeah. Come here, Fitchy. I'm just going to lay on top of you for. Mate, you know, who, surprisingly, who was the the least the, the the person I'd go for first when I was at the Roosters, Adrian Morley. Oh. He was the toughest bloke on and the softest off. Really? So at training, him and I would get together, and if we, like, quite often Sticky would want us to stand across from each other and run into each other like rhinos and bash each other. Me and him would go, yeah, Moz, Moz, that's sweet. And then walking in, one day Sticky goes, that was the softest thing I've ever seen. Moz, smash him, do it again. <laughs> had to do it, and he had to kind of put on a fake grunt. And, oh, mate, it was oh. another thing with the good team thing, I, I think it's overlooked and it's so basic and simple, and I say it every time, the first three plays, your first three plays, oh, yeah. you're on the front foot, you're up playing the ball yeah. quick. Then you get your superstars, are you saying, can play towards broken play opposed yeah. to a, a wall yeah. of defence. And it's so overlooked. Those first three plays, if those wingers aren't kamikaze running, diving in, finding their guts, getting up, play the ball, there's a couple of dead soldiers on the ground, and and finding that broken play for yeah. the back in the day, the Haynes and, and, and the Tommy Turbos to do their magic. Mate, you, you can't do it without it. Yeah, and it just, it just dictates, especially for a halfback, and they were tremendous the other night. The Blues were tr- absolutely tremendous. But for a half to come in and have your team set up to get your rhythm as a half, oh, it's so much easier. You know, there's no pressure on you when you're passing. Instead of kicking around your own 30 and 40, you're kicking on the halfway and they're 40, you know, putting That's up. Right. Like, so your kicking game's different. It makes a world of difference. We've seen what the back five did with New South Wales sets. Obviously, Toto is mm. one oh. of the best in the competition. His work out of the backfield is tremendous. This is Crunch Time, brought to you by Isuzu, the three-litre Isuzu D-Max, born to live, and Red Rooster. Try their new spicy wings, the Rooster's Calling. Crunch Time brought to you by Red Rooster and Isuzu, the powerful three-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to live. The Crunch, big news in rugby league, Red Rooster. Try their new spicy wings, the Rooster's Calling. And I was just thinking, boys, in the ad break, and uh, both you men, by the way, how hard it must be coming under and through, you know, a father who's made it in their own right. Was it a, was it a tough path? Um, not so much at the time, but looking back now, I'm like, oh, how was I ever going to bloody replicate that? Yeah. And thanks, Dad, for giving me the same name. Yes. <laughs> Living in the same area, so I played with the same club, the yeah. same number, yeah. the same colours. Yeah. yeah, no, it was tough, mate. But at, like I said, Dad and I, we rarely spoke about footy. It was always anything but. Yeah. And it's just kind of something that we'd done our whole lives. And... um we never saw it as a competition. And when I started playing grade, it seemed to be like a big thing for everyone else. And it was really weird seeing the outside world come close and, and be, oh, you're going to be as good as your father or what? You know, and that was the question. I remember once I was walking out, uh, we are playing a trial up in Newcastle. And this is the first I'd ever copped of it and uh, I'd and realised what's about to happen here. I'm walking out to warm up and this bloke just in the middle of all these mates are full of it. And he's just gone, you will never, ever be as good as your old man. I'm like, wow. Like, I was 19 or something. Yeah. I said, either were you, you imbecile. <laughs> so at least I'm related to him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, mate, I, it seemed to be a big thing for everyone else, bar myself, until when you look back, it's like, yeah, it was quite a fair-sized shoes to fill, wasn't it? But you and your dad did you that a lot in common. You just played it. You had a band together. You loved music. You had yeah. similar likes. Yeah, very uh, – dad Dad was – I, I and wish he was I played too. in the he, 80s. He was never – like some of those players of the eighties, yeah. they said some pretty ridiculous stuff in the media. They, you know, like, yeah. you know, obviously champion team. Guru Senior was great. You know, yeah. he had none of that rubbish in him. It's great around the boys. Obviously, a legend of the game. But 
These, boy, these boys would play him and his his dad and his brothers three day growth. Three day growth, yeah. And we would we'll, we'll tag in. along to the I'd come along, yeah. <laughs> come along to the gigs, get full of drink, and just sing in the background. You know? <laughs> yeah. But you know, you could see the relationship him and his dad. It was like just best mates, really. You know, and yeah. Um, you you if Guru to get senior to talk about footy, I'd like I said, I love talking about it, but he'd never talking about no. it. You could, and, you, and you could tell when I was trying to ask questions, he was like, "Come on, Finch, carry up and get this conversation over with." He'd rather talk about music or well, something. Every else. time we be at the pub, you'd. Set, you'd have your schooner there, and the bar wouldn't be too far away, and you'd watch every game back to back on all the replays. And I'd be like, "Mate, can we just go out <laughs> to the big yard for just five minutes, just five minutes?" But yeah, mate, um, dad, dad was never really like that. We never had those conversations. Wasn't pushy. And, nah. No, he actually said that he approached me when I was I was starting to play rep footy under fourteens, fifteens, and um, I didn't make a. Uh, Merritt side, which is an Aussie side, so CHS, we won the won the the day or whatever the knockout. Do you reckon sometimes you didn't make it because people maybe they didn't like Para coming through the ranks or they saw your name and and almost went out of their way not to pick you? I'd love to say that, but yeah. also a lot of it was because that's, I was that's playing like p- a busted ass. Yeah, that's why they picked yeah. the Andrew Johns in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, mate, maybe maybe there's some of that stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Everything's got some politics involved somewhere, but. Yeah, mate, I, I remember him approaching me after not making this Australian merit side, and I was like, oh, that was the best foot you've ever played. That yeah. If I'm not making, then maybe it's not for me. And he said, mate, he goes, you don't have to play this because you think oh, I didn't, you got the same thing. You don't have to play. He goes, no. I don't care. Whatever you want to do, just do it, and I'll back you. And you believed so in So I yeah. said, no worries. I'm not playing next year. So yeah. I played straight away. I played and played for three years. Did you? Yeah. And then under 18s, I went and met with Brian Smith, and he was like, so mate. You I'll hadn't quit. played for three years? Three years, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so under, so from under, I played Harold Matthews, and yep. then made this CHS team, and that was towards the end of the year, and then didn't play from then till under 18s, Jersey flag at Para. Well, there's a lot of school trials and whatnot going on right now, and it's a very important message to say, well, it doesn't matter if you make these teams now, or conversely, if you don't make these teams, but the reason I was asking this question, I I've certainly didn't have this problem. My dad had one trophy in our household, it was a, a trophy that had this little ornament type thing with the cricket ball that he used in the match screwed onto the thing. Oh, yeah. And, and over the years, I used to screw the ball off and use it myself. And I, I lost it that many times. So now Dad's sole trophy is a little thing with the screw coming out of it, right? <laughs> and, and that was for like a most improved. It was like a token trophy for Dad. And he'll confess to that. However, I just wonder, and I listen to the ads, is Yender Lee a bit too hard on Lionel? Yeah. Do you reckon? The Bing Lee ads. <laughs> yeah. Is Yender a bit too hard? Mate, she's brutal. It's yeah. like communism and that yeah. family. Yeah. It's crazy. Lionel. Like Lionel's doing his column best. Lionel's isn't he? just trying he? to sell the ad and she's all over it. Yeah, yeah, she's just hammering him. Everything he says, she's just onto it. Yeah. Poor Lionel. I always worry about Lionel. So you blokes didn't contend with that. Well, do you reckon Lionel's single, still living at home? And that's what Lendl's all over him. You know, he's still cooking yeah, food. You've got to get out on your own, Lionel. Yeah, that's it. Who's Break gonna, away. Who's going to want to hook up with Lionel when he, yeah. he's got that in the background? Nah. You come home and his big Lendl on the recliner nah, just Ly- going. Ly- Lionel's, Lionel's good to go. Lionel's good to go. No, 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 no. Lionel's his own man. I think Yender's just pushing him. Just pushing him. See, But I reckon he's ready to fly now, Lionel. I reckon it's his time. Well, I reckon punches can be ready to fly. You're talking about Oh, you reckon it's getting a bit heated? What do you do about the concussions? Like they're saying they're pulling it up and it's over-policing and all this stuff. Do you change the tackle tech? Like no, where you, the, you can't because you then can't, the game's it? different, and isn't it? Everyone knows it's, the game's never been safer. Mm. You know, if, if there was a if it was a million-dollar fine for high tackles, there's still going to be high, high tackles. tackles in the game because that's just I how it is. See. There is going to be accidents. I, I think the 
You know, you look at the stuff that went on back in the eighties and when, when my old mate played seventies. Yeah, like it was take your heads off stuff. We're not like that now. I think the NRLs has done a really good job around concussion in the last few years. Yeah, oh, but because it's a contact sport, there's going to be gonna, it has to be. And, and again, we want to bang on about. You know, my problem is just, you know, we stand up on that podium about the high tackles. More people are getting knocked out making tackles. Yeah. yeah. So the NRL has just spun all these uh, stats to yeah. suit. So that's what makes me angry with, with Valandis and the crew, to suit their, the narrative. Over status stars. Yes. Yeah, over, <laughs> over, over statisticized. The biggest concussions are tackling or Yeah, 100%. Most I, I, I 100% so. agree with you, mate. Yeah, it's, what do you do? Like, they're, they're, like, they're getting bigger, faster, fitter. Yep. They're running into each other at, at – that pace at speed that wasn't happening back yeah. in the day, 100%. and there's that much random collision now. How do you stop two, like I always say, two rhinos running to each other, limbs, and you, you fall in this random heap? There's yep. heads getting knocked, and then if you do make it so first contact has to be under the ball, you're copping the top of elbows, yeah. you're getting hips like Wade Graham. It, you can't, you can't stop it unless yeah. they bring in some sort of helmet. What do they do eventually? And then you can just go in head first. Boy, yeah. Boys, the only way to stop it, right? And and this will never happen. So it's not even a solution. Is as you've said, fitter, faster, stronger over the years. The field dimensions have remained the same. So back, at, you know, years before we were playing, people were coming out of pubs and playing. Yeah, it was right. it was actually slow. Yeah. It was now it is just athlete up to the athlete. athlete, big, strong. So ostensibly, the field's got a lot smaller. Yeah, right, because they cover it so easier. So it's a bash and bargeathon. Now that's not going to change. In fact, that's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse as the years go on. Right. So like the UFC, it's going to be come to a point where. Only the toughest of the toughest are able to play this game. So what I believe the game needs to implement, uh, which allows for maybe a semi-professional coming down the track, for there's players who they have in place Oztag and touch football, but people still want to play tackle. They just don't want to tackle Junior Paulo. Yeah. So I think that we've got to start heading towards a hybrid game, which might be a 10s or a 9s comp, which essentially takes you back to those 70s where there's not the big head-on tackles. And it's another game that might be played on a Wednesday night. It's a different comp and... Because this comp's only going to get harder and harder and harder and harder. No. Well, yeah, and how you, can you change? You can't change it. We can't, can't change it. We don't want to change what, it. Say, say the first contact's right, just um, speaking out of my head here, it, it's got to be under the ball. And then I guess it's a different game then because second phase play offloads. You exactly. talk to wrap the ball up every time. Yep. That's what you, you can't gonna... police it. You can't police this random collision at that speed. You can't, you can't tell what's going to happen on the way down and, and on the way up. Guru, but... Formula One driving is dangerous. And, and for people who start go-karting and doing all that stuff and wanting to be a Formula One driver, you know that if you make the big time, it is dangerous. And that's what rugby league's going to be. And yep. uh, that's why I just think that if we could, over time, introduce another competition in conjunction with the, the primary game, which will be always the way it is, then it gives kids who, like 15 and 16 kids are quitting the game because they don't want to play ice tag and touch footy. They want to play tackle. They just want to tackle these guys. So give them a nines comp that they can go and play. And Weight classes? Like back yeah. in the day when my grandfather played yeah. football, it was all about weight classes. Something like that. Yeah, yeah to back your point up about the size of players, you look at the you know, the, the great eras of the 80s and the, the Australian um, – the untouchables, right? Yeah. But Invincibles, the Invincibles, 82 so you, gang, yeah. You look at the, the back rows, like Wayne Pierce. He wasn't a big, he's not a big man. No. Steve Folks was not a big yeah. man. Dave Gillespie, in terms of height, was not a big man. Brad McKay, the yeah. five choice, like they yeah, were the back rowers. You look at the back rowers now, kick out. You know, like they, they double the size yeah. of what our Body best builders. back rowers were back then, you know, at the... And that's, you know, 20, 30 years down the track. You're, Me you're, versus Mike Acevo. Exactly right. Hello. <laughs> Good luck. I wouldn't have made today's game. I don't mind saying that. There's many people back in the day who said, oh, yeah, we would have killed it. No, you wouldn't have, mate. This <laughs> game is a completely different beast. Oh. Completely different yeah, beast. Imagine trying to tackle him. Just, oh. 
Yeah. It just gives me nightmares thinking about it. We used to have Yuck. 10 yellow Tuiaki. Oh, he was awful <laughs> and, too. And yeah. the, I like the mark him. That was yeah. disgraceful coming up but against What them. I used to do, because I'd go out in the wing in defence, so I didn't have to mm. make tackles, so I'd defend outside Guru. Anyway, I wouldn't let you there for no. long. Get back in there. Anyway, <laughs> PJ Marsh, come on, come on, <laughs> it changed from for Piggy Riddell. He's come on, Phil. He's gotten it done. Happens first time he's done this fourth. He's jumped out and kicked the air right hand side. It was the world's worst pop gun kick, and it went straight down the throat <laughs> of Tuiaki. Oh, and I'm on the sideline trying not to tackle him. He's looked at me just from, from oh, and the sideline and the sideline. Mike picked me up. Went no. <laughs> it's we, like a horror movie, eh? We, we played down oh. at GIA, formerly known Bruce Stadium, <laughs> and and all week it was my assignment to mark on Leslie Vanacolo. Oh yucky! Oh right. So oh, and that was he fine. was the worst. I never had to no. mark him. Yeah. Thank God he was the only one. Yeah. Uh, that I was scared of, that I never had to play against. Thank you. Thank he you. was a beast, right? And we called him the beast. Anyway, so we go there and we're onto the field. And, and I had it covered all week. I had no problem. My head was wrapped around marking Leslie Vaynercolo. So we get out there and I look at him. And I run over to Lalo Milford and I'm on the left wing. I was supposed to be on the right marking him. He said, mate, what are you doing? You're on the wrong side. I said, no, no, mate. Junior's just said, you're, mate, you've got to go to the 100%. other side because you'll get him for speed, the yeah. Milford. I used to do that with the sun because sometimes the sun would be on one side. Yeah. If it was a hot day, I'd be like, just go over to Birdie and go, Birdie, mate, I'm, I think I'm playing over this side. <laughs> today, and then swap it back for the next one. <laughs> Les was, he was a champion. Like, I played with Leslie down in Kevin. Oh, we, play, we played at Broncos one day. We led 18 nil. Anyway, Les done his peck. He didn't tell anyone. And he, so oh, he's on the wing. played with it. So... Next minute, once some Chris Walkerman got the ball for Brisbane and run around him, and Les has got his arm like tucked in, trying to run next to him. It looked like he was in an egg and spoon race. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he tried to run next to him. Yeah. So what's wrong against his shoulder? Anyway, one of my favourite Les Vanicola stories. We were um, doing a lot of swimming, one off-season training with fitness. And anyway, I've got a lot of the Polynesian boys and yeah. a lot of the other boys for that matter don't swim well. So uh, one of our days off, they had a stroke correction class at the pool. They're trying to stroke correction. Anyway, Les turns up. He sits there, 7 o'clock, gets his pen and paper out at the pool. And we're going, what are you doing, Les? He goes, I'm, I'm here for speech correction at the pool. So, no, it's stroke correction. So what would you think we're doing English-speaking classes at a swimming pool? Wasn't he, wasn't he playing Trivial Pursuit once and then the card came up and he, said, he goes, oh, what's this uh, C-Same uh, yeah, Street? Yeah, goes, that's Sesame a, Street. That's a, it was, we, had, we had Sale of the Century. C-Same Street. Yeah, uh, we had Sale of the Century and it was, uh, it was raining one day and each, each person took turns of being Glen Ridge. And he goes, uh, what, uh, what is the name of the character that lives in the trash can in, uh, how you say, C-Sane Street? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? C-Sane Street. We're going, Give me a look at that. They said, it's Sesame. They don't get enough accolades for They come over to the country. Some of them can't speak English. Yeah, and they do, they, make, they do it so good yeah, so yeah. quickly. If I went to France... I wouldn't. I'd be gone. No, yeah. I'd just be. I'd be that bloke who can't speak French. Hey boys, we've got a break. We've got a break. Uh, this is a crunch. No, leave it the on. Crunch. Thanks to Red Rooster, new spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The rooster's calling. Crunch time. Thanks to Red Rooster, new spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The rooster's calling. And Isuzu, the powerful three-liter turbo diesel Isuzu D Max, born to play. Uh, this fellow was born to play. At least born to attack, gentlemen. He's been the subject of uh, a lot of interest as far as the Dragons fans are concerned. The St. George Illawarra Dragons fans, we speak of the fullback, Matt Dufty. Uh, an article written in today's Sydney Morning Herald highlights why the Dragons don't want Dufty. Now, there's been a petition, I think there's been almost 20,000 signatures on a petition wanting to re-sign Matt Dufty. Now, what we do know about Anthony Griffin, Hook, he just absolutely prides his game on defence. Uh, I've said this many times that... His defence over about an eight-year period would be as good as any 
excluding uh, Robinson, excluding uh, the great man Bellamy. So uh, clearly he doesn't see that. But the six reasons, I don't know if you blokes have read the article. Have you read the article as to why? A little bit, yeah. I've been looking over it and it's, uh, it's pretty brutal. It's like he's put brutal, him on the spot, isn't it? It's yeah. like it's picking it him to from, pieces. From like Denny. If, you, if you followed someone just zoned in on the camera like I used to do with the player cam or whatever, yeah. you can find flaws in the best of the best yeah. game, you know? It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I think think... It's, it's worth a chat, I guess. Obviously, you know, he, they're saying he's nineteenth. Um, the the he's nineteenth for kick diffusals. Yeah. So it's a big component of being a full yeah, boss. So it's, it but mate, a chat. he's still got, he's trying to find a job. Yeah. I, who's was that, Michael? Uh, Michael Chemis. Uh, well, mate, mate, if I went through every article you've written in the last year, I bet you I find some stinkers yeah, 100%, in there. Hundred uh, percent. And I, I bet you I could disagree with plenty. That's you right. Know, people are going to disagree. In the end, if, if the Dragons don't want him, that's fine. You don't need to sit here and, and tear right. down his p- game because he still needs to be employed next year. You and, know? and like we were saying, these people and, and fans, quite often, they're watching from a bird's-eye view and you're watching on TV, you get the, the, the zoomed-out version. Why, you why can see three plays yeah. ahead what's going to happen. When you're on the field and it's all in your face, it's a million miles. It's like standing on the on the highway, yeah. you know, and, and with traffic coming at you yeah. at 110 k's per hour. It's, it's, it's such uh, short, sharp, quick decision making mm. it's not always and they people used to get into me about stop coming in off your wing I'm like mate slow it down and look who came three or four yeah. in if I don't go in they're just going to throw it short and the bloke's going to score anyway yeah. so I'm a, I'm a loser either way you know? <laughs> I tell so you what, it's easy to say boys I tell you what I mean I've been called oh you're soft well my career in rugby league was spent playing against blokes uh, much taller mm. and heavier than me and uh, good luck if you get the chance to do that. So if that's soft, I'm happy to be a oh, soft mate. person. But I tell you, there was one uh, a really good thing by Paddy Power. If you get the chance to YouTube Paddy Power, who's uh, the parent company of Sportsbet, there was a jockey over in the in Ireland who this punter had sledged them, saying that they fell off. They were going to win this race, and they fall off the horse. And this punter's come up and said, "You've taken a dive. You've taken a dive, right?" So they've set it up where they've got this guy, they've tricked him to come out to this thing, right? And halfway through the journey, they're in this ute, and the particular jockey who the punter had a go at, him and the jockey sit in the back of this ute. And they go through this paddock, right? And they're going through at 60 kilometres an hour, right? And then the jockey starts talking to the bloke who... uh, The jockey, the bloke doesn't know that the jockey knows he'd been criticising him on social media and saying, you took a dive, you meant to do that, you'd lay down to lose the bet. So they're in the back of this ute flying through this paddock. Well, not flying, 60 k's an hour. And the jockey says, "Uh, mate, jump out. He goes, what what do you mean, jump out? He said, well, you accused me of of diving. This is 60 kilometres an hour, how fast I was going. Jump jump out. He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, well, you reckon I'd jump out on this? Yeah. You'd jump out. Done it. Yeah. yeah. You know. Go on, mate. Go on, Mr. Sit there and analyse everything yeah. I do. Can you do it? Yeah. You can't. I'll send you the link. But That's it's awesome. Fantastic. I'm glad you told me that. Yeah. Jump out. Go on. I, I think, that obviously, the I, I did a um, charity luncheon yesterday. Now, Al Robbo, the jockey, was there. Champion mm. Robbo. Love him to death. And he's talking about his time at the footy show. And, mm. and, and that's when I grew up. Because you'd have the Friday and Sunday night games on nine. Mm. And Thursday night, hour and a half of footy. Standalone. That's all you'd get, the footy show. Yeah. So now, you know, Foxtel's 24-hour channel's fantastic. But that's that's a lot of content, content. you've got to get yeah. there. Now, a lot's obviously saturated by so-called experts in mm. the media with, with yep. journalists and whatnot. And everyone's entitled their opinion. That's fine. I'm not saying that. You don't have to play. That, that doesn't matter. But when someone disagrees with your opinion, don't then come back at them and yep. tear them apart, their yeah. character. You know, I'm like, just there's yeah. so much negativity and it's good calling now. people gutless and he's a liar. And, they're, they're, you know, they might say something on a show, but then the player comes back and then they double down in their article. And yep. it's like, mate, 
Do you know in our, our industry, and I'll say our industry because we're very much part of it, yep. it is one of the most insecure industries out there. Don't, don't you reckon? It is, it is one of the most insecure industries out there. And as I said, we're all part of that. Uh, as the knock-on effect cup, the Knights are just running rampant, 22 points to nil, 15 minutes remaining in the first half. It is the Knights leading the Rabbitohs there. But uh, back to Dufty, boys. Uh, where's a home for Dufty? Where, where is a home for Dufty? Canberra was oh, yeah, Canberra there. Yeah, Canberra was there, like Brisbane. You know what? If I was Dufty, I'd be saying, hey, SJ, let me know where you're going. Yeah, I, I want to come play next to you because yeah, sniff around, they could be a lethal combo, yeah, couldn't fair, they? that's fair. Well, do you think we'll ever get to that point? Obviously, you see it. Tom Brady did it when he went to the Buccaneers, brought a couple of people with him, obviously huge in basketball. Yeah. The best players, you know, who are off that time coming together and actually they're meeting each other and say, let's plan of attack where we're going to go. Do you think he'll ever get that in the league? You know, you maybe your key six, seven, nine, and one, or your key positions. Link up on the outside and yeah, say, yeah, "Come well, on, let's we'll go." And, see who yeah. else is off at that time and go. Well, yeah, why not? If you're, if you're thinking forward-thinking man, yeah, guys, it wouldn't package. be a bad idea. Bloody oath. Darren Wright's footy show was the funniest show ever. It was, and we'll never ever see it no, again, will we? It was no. fantastic, and, and obviously, in this day and age, where political yeah. correctness and the rubbish yeah. you got to live by, mate, the, the fat was fantastic. Oh, the fat, oh. mate. People, he, he was. Unbelievable. Yeah, like he'll be, uh, what's this? Uh, Him not knowing what's going on was the best thing ever. No, but that that was the funniest thing. But he knew, like, I used to, oh, I one of my briefs. It was, though, Guru, wasn't it? Was it was very human. That, um, oh, every network, he, he would pretend to come back for, and he'd be looking at the wrong camera. Yeah. And he'd look at me and go, I'm not going to pretend, oh, over there. And the crowd would go nuts. He yeah. goes, I've been doing the same joke for 21 years. <laughs> <laughs> Too smart. And he goes, mate, See, see how that big red light on the camera? People don't understand. I don't know. It's too funny. Or you do the old, uh, Kimmy, the fat's coming home to you. Full cream, full cream milk tonight, baby. You know, like you say that on air, like a Kimmy. You know, get ready. Uh, he was just the best, and you could get away with a lot of stuff they said compared to obviously now. It's he was absolutely hilarious, and 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 in the back, uh, in the green room, and that before the shows, yeah. mate. Just the yeah. funniest one-liners and. Just this real <laughs> short, dry sense of humour, well, mate. I love him, mate. Yeah. There, there you talk. There's another like he captain Australia, fatty, locked yeah. forward, and he's not a not an overly big man. You know, yeah. talk about the size of the players these days. Yeah, he, he, he's a, such a talent, and, and I was very, very lucky. I was on every episode for the last six years in a very, very small amount of either sports bet role, and, and the reason I say that a very, very small part of the show I was, and I remember I was umpiring a cricket game for the young bloke, and I'm on square leg and. I've got the phone out checking the races, and next thing you know, Paul Vorton rings. I said, oh, Fat, how you going, mate? So it's in the summer. He said, mate, um, I just wanted to let you know before it sort of gets out, he said, I've been boned from the footy show. I said, what? He said, yeah, mate, I just, um, you've been part of the show, excuse me, um, and I want you to know. And he, I was amongst one of his first calls, and I thought for the very minor part I played in that show, for him to have the decency to ring me, and to yeah. say, hey, he's a terrific guy. That's, uh, champion, yeah, that's, that's solid, isn't it? You, mate, you saw yourself short. You're a bigger part of that than you think, mate. It's, um, yeah, but yeah, he was he was just hilarious. He's one-liners in the back, mate. And some of them, you know, obviously not not front here, but <laughs> mate, you would just be in absolute stitches. He wouldn't even, nah. he wouldn't even smirk. He'd just walk in, say it, and leave, and everyone'd be <laughs> laughing. He was, he, was, he was great. And the big man, you know, the big man had his little role there. Yeah, and, he was uh, a champion. He's champion. a champion bloke, isn't he? Big man, small talk, brain strain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll never see it again. I tell you, but to be fair, uh, and, and the world has changed with the likes of, you know, pay TV, Fox, yes. and yep. I mean, Matty Johns. I mean, well, what a talent. Oh, yeah. He's well, a monster, isn't he? He's a, he's a, he monster. Is a monster. He's mate. like the uh, the uh, Australian's Joe Rogan type kind yep. of entrepreneurial, yeah. you know, doing his thing. And, yep. 
um, getting his own audience away. Wherever he goes, an audience follows him. Yeah. And, yep. and I yeah. think he's going to have that forever. So, But going back to the, what we were saying before about the the, uh, the journos, um, yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Forget about that. Six to we go play on. Later. Oh, it's live, is it? Oh, yeah, sorry. six to go play on. one three hundred oh one eleven seven. That reminds me, I had Jury on my podcast <laughs> about two or three times when we deep in, I ask the question, we deep in, we'll be 10 minutes into the, answering the question. Yeah. Stop it, look at me, and he goes, what's the question again? Mate, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just ramble on. <laughs> well, just uh, speaking about that, uh, you said, are we live? That was one of the things they kept playing on the footy show, which is one of the funniest clips of all time, where Fatty was debuting uh, for TV, and he's calling a game, and and uh, yes. he's thrown he's out. He, he, said the he had no idea they were live. Who's on ABC Radio? He thought they were rehearsing. Yeah. You know, it was television. Like television was it? And David Morrow's like, oh, oh, I think we've got a, a, yes. a technical difficulty here. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You were saying how it's a very fickle, um, what would you say? It's a, it's a very insecure industry. Insecure industry. Mate, yeah. I've had journos, well-known journos, yeah. spilling their guts to me after too many beers yeah. and basically having an emotional breakdown more than once. Yeah. In, in well-known spots and people will come over and say, oh, mate, just be careful what you're telling him and all this stuff. And I, I was, I just got there in this one instance and mate, the stuff they were saying, what they're told to do by their superiors and, and what to get on football players. And if there's no dirt, find some, mate, it's just, a, it's just an absolute yeah. free for all. And so this, a couple of these people who, who I've spoken to over time and seeing the other side of them going, oh, we don't want to do it. And oh, if it's killing your soul, don't yeah. do it. If it's really breaking your soul, find something else to do. Do you know the thing, and this is not journalism, again, this is the broader industry of the media. And it's – we need to understand in rugby league, right, so there is 8 billion people in the world. There's 196 countries, and rugby league is this little small part of it, right? It's a little small part of it. And when you live your life – inside the and I've been fortunate to work outside of rugby league some yep. people have never left the game and when you leave the game you realize that do you know what it's nothing like it's Guru, you're but thinking it's nothing. About, you're thinking about your life and your family and loved ones 95% of the time, which is fair enough. I'm doing the same. Finchie's doing the same, right? I'm not thinking about my wife. Not. <laughs> but we're all left with about 5% to think about the rest of the world, right? So where I'm getting to it is there's a lot of people in our industry who think they are that important, oh, no. and the, but we're not that important. Mate. No one gives a shit. We're not – no one – so people go, well, when you go on air, if you stuff up, what do you think? I don't care because pe- people will bag me. <laughs> I don't me. care because no one's listening. Yeah, but, the, but the moment they bag you, they actually – they've got it off their chest and Twitter or whatever else they've bagged you. That's the last they think of you for the rest of yeah, the day. Yeah, that's right. And so no one's as bad shit? as they seem on Twitter. Nah. Like, yeah, on Twitter, you go on there, it's a dead set dumpster fire for yeah. people's emotions and they're, they're venting. You meet them in person, yeah, they're not like that. They're just nice, normal people and they just go home and get a bit confident. They sit there by themselves. They can say whatever they want and not have to deal with the, the repercussions of it. So it's different. Yeah, it's, it's this whole it's, – it's crazy, mate. The social media thing, it's kind of good in a way because sometimes you get to call out like yeah. back in the day, a journo writes something, that's all there is. Yeah. Bad luck. Now you get to say, hang on a second, that's not true, that's not true. And you've got your own audience, now. you can kind of get a bit of a comeback. And, you know, now journos have got people hunting them and watching them and, and following them around and hoping they stuff up. Like, like I've, I've been sl- – you're right. I've, I've been sledged, right? Everyone's been sledged. And, again, who gives a rats? But I've been sledged by people who have – Done two hundred thousand tweets. Yeah, that's right. Two hundred thousand tweets. <laughs> that's a great point. I, I just want to give that person a cuddle and say, "Mate, yeah, it's okay, come mate. out and see the outdoors. Yeah, Let's yeah. chat to people in person." Hundred percent. Two hundred thousand tweets. See yeah. up there. That's a tree. Yeah. that's a bird. That's no, right. This that's is right. called nature. Get them in I used to encourage the young blokes every year go overseas. Go yeah. overseas for your trip away. Don't go to Queensland where everyone knows you. Yeah. Go somewhere where no. Go to Japan. No one gives a rat's ass about you. Yep. 
just go and live in the world where it's not rugby league bubble. And you realise, mate, you're that insecure. You're like a grain of sand on the beach, mate. No one gives a rat's ass. If you, get out of your own head. Get out of your own. Uh, get your head out of your own ass. Guru, we could do this as an exercise. We we could we could publish five players from each club, right? We could go down to Pitt Street Mall, and, and you could throw journos in, you could throw coaches in, you could throw media personalities in, and go down to Pitt Street Mall with fifty faces, and we'd say, righto, tick the people that you know that you can actually. They may be familiar. Write the name of these people you know, and I tell you what, in Pitt Street Mall there would be less than 10% of identities ticked. It is not that big a game. Mm. Relax. That's it. Yeah, take take the you-know-what out of your backside and yeah. just keep it real. Uh, crunch time. Thanks to Red Rooster's new spicy wings. The Rooster's calling. And Isuzu, the three-litre Isuzu D-Max born to live. Yeah, the uh, Port Macquarie Shark, Brady Furman. Yeah, me, me and Furman, um, good mates, me and Furman. We went for a beer at, at Northies this yeah. one day. We're on the drink. and said, mate, um, we're going in town, we're going to the uh, icebergs. Mm. He goes, right, so what we'll do, we only had two beers at the time. He goes, I'll drive my car home, we'll get a taxi in, sweet. So we've ended up having a massive night. Mm. Uh, he's got up, he's got a rolls, he's picked them up in the morning, they've gone down to Wollongong to train. He comes back, he goes, mate, I've had the worst day, I've had the train, I've been at the police station all afternoon. <laughs> I said, well, what's wrong? He goes, mate, someone stole my car. I said, you joke. <laughs> someone stole your car. I said, what out of your garage? Someone's got... He's going, oh, my God. He goes, Cause what? He said, I forgot I parked it in the garage. <laughs> he went back to the pub and the car wasn't there. So he went to the police station and reported oh, us. He forgot that he'd driven it That's scary. That's scary. Oh, dum-dum. Yeah, Beans. He's one, one of the greatest yeah. guys ever. Love Isn't him. he what? I, I, chatted, I had a chat to him last night. I told him I was coming to see you. Uh, he's up at yeah, Newey there. He works in the mines and yeah. does a bit of work down here in the city. But, um, mate, that's getting scarier as you get older. Like, I don't have many big nights out anymore. If I go out and have a beer, I don't drink at home just to relax. I'll go out and have a night to get drunk mm. and be an idiot or whatever. Once in a blue moon. Mate, I'm starting to not remember. <laughs> I used to remember everything. Oh, no. Photographic yeah. memory for the whole night. Do you remember me doing that? Yeah, yeah, I was doing mucking around. I was being digging. Now I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know. It's scary not waking up with a blank spot. Yeah. You just don't know what could yeah, happen. Yeah, but Guru, what about when you go? The last okay. 10 years is a blank spot for me. <laughs> what about when you wake up and you go to your phone and you go, oh. What have I, what have I oh, said in here? Yeah. I was going to delete, delete The old bravado, the, the beer bravado text oh, message, mate. Yeah. The best thing to do is, uh, there should be an app. It probably is. Uh, yeah. pro- probably? Uh, there probably <laughs> is. There probably is an yeah. app that um, stops you from, yeah. I think there is. It's it a stops nom. you from texting. It's a nom. Yeah. <laughs> a nom, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. one 1170 Matthew Ridge, John Gallagher, Craig Innes, Jonathan Davies, Halligan, O'Connor, Schuster, Timu, uh, Mark Ellis, and Mild Success from back in the day. So Will's... Uh, sees those guys as characters. Just on Carmichael Hunt before we move off him. Big game tonight. Um, 53 tries in 126 NRL games. 10 origins, 4 tries, 11 tests for the it's, Kangaroos. That's part A being the league. 56 super rugby games, 6 tests for the Wallabies. And in the AFL, 6 goals in 44 games for the Gold Coast Suns. It, it is phenomenal what yeah, he's achieved. it certainly is. I remember uh, the first week when he signed with the Suns, I was listening to some conversation or saying the money that they got back through just how much coverage they got. Yeah, right. They, they got it back. Worth concept. it anyway, yeah. Um, just the risk to put yourself out there is is, is huge. How, how old's Carmichael? Uh, good question. Right? I, I, went to, I went to England for two years to, and I played rugby league. I come back and the game had changed into, and it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like we said, he left there 12 years ago. What the year did you finish for you? 34. Uh, 2013. Yeah. I but he left, he left 09, coming back 2021. That's re- Yeah. Like, so to put himself out and there. And still only 34. Yeah, and change hey, himself. Well he's not stupid. He knows what's coming. He knows what's coming if he doesn't play the perfect game. Yep. He's going to cop it. Yep. Yeah. Mate, do you remember that year he was running? 
yeah. so hard oh, yeah. that Wayne Bennett said, mm. mate, stop running Did side. He? he had to say, because your, your body, like he's obviously not the biggest bloke. He's not small. He's a big, muscular, athletic bloke. But he was throwing his rig into the forwards at a million mate, miles an hour with no debut, self-preservation. One of his debut games, they, they played a block out the back to him and Francis Melly come and jam. Oh. Francis, Francis Melly said to his Italy, um, <laughs> <laughs> come flying off the wing Francis Miller he's the one that was putting them all in those neck braces you know he put his head in it you know all those oh, just oh. so, <laughs> so too is Italy um, yeah, uh, Brooksy's just reporting so he's 34 yep. he debuted half his life ago 17 That's 17 one twenty four days That's, hey boys we've got to go well done Fitchy well done guys well done Goo well done Guru you, my Saturday standout for Isuzu the D-Max born to play Jaden Campbell little Preston Campbell what a champion he was uh, thanks for having us here all thanks to Red Rooster Isuzu D-Max we appreciate that have a great Saturday everyone Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.